Welcome back to Murray Musings. Uh, I'm here with Peter and Scott. Uh, I'm Rashmi. And this is another last minute recording that we're doing uh, because we've just received some big news from Andy. So this is 24 hours before we're going to release it. And um, what's the big news, guys? Well, <laughs> it's uh, we're, we're making a habit of this, aren't we? We're making a habit of just recording an episode like andy's making a habit of giving his news like so last minute like we're about to release an episode mm-hmm. and then yeah um this week's was this week's yeah i, I don't know I, I like we we were chatting a bit before recording right and i i feel like this the news this week that andy has pulled out of the australian open is obviously sad but i'm less panicked now than i was when we recorded, you know, obviously about coronavirus when he when he was diagnosed with it a week ago. Um so like I I, yeah. I feel I feel obviously sad about it and disappointed. Um Andy was, you know, ready for the Australian Open, wasn't he? He was ready for it. But uh yeah, I, my personal feeling, you know, I'm sad and disappointed, but he's not injured. And that's a big thing because I think everyone, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, but a lot of people have been like, you know, Oh, oh, is he is he done now? Is that him finished? Is that him finished? But it's not. It's not an injury. You know, he's um, oh, he's just not. Don't get me He's just not been allowed that. to compete, and that's you know that's that's okay. That is okay. But uh, personally, for me, I I'm disappointed, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I don't know. I don't know if you agree, Peter. I don't know if you're. Like... Yeah, I'm disappointed in <laughs> always feeling like the Australian Open is so hopeful. And I was telling Rashmi this earlier. It's like, I haven't been excited about watching the Australian Open in like five years. <laughs> it's just like disappointment after disappointment. And yeah. since Andy, you know, the window was closing after he got his positive diagnosis, mm-hmm. um, that I was like, I don't even think he can fly down and play in good conditions to compete in. Uh, go far in third, four rounds. It's just not manageable with uh, the strict quarantine yeah. and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, disappointed. I'm, I'm like my overwhelming feeling is relief to be honest, because I, I was just like so anxious about receiving news about him. I was like, when is, it, when is he gonna tell us? When is he gonna tell us? It's just like 2017 all over again when we didn't like hear from him at all. Um, it's uncertainty. Yeah. So I'm glad that we know now that he's not going. Because I was like thinking, what if he plays? What if he doesn't play? What if he does this? What if this happens? So now that we have some certainty, I'm quite quite happy with it. But yeah, I'm I'm glad he's not playing to be honest, and that he's staying away from the, the what's going on down there because it's quite messy to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I would I would almost be like if he came out if he came out and being like. I, I, we've worked it out i'm i'm gonna be able to go and play like obviously we would, we would all be like yeah absolutely fantastic yeah. absolutely great but there would have been i mean a small part of me anyway and I'm, like judging from what you guys just said i think you you'd be feeling similar like a, quite a bit apprehensive about it like, mm-hmm. <laughs> as well yeah. as says, like a little bit like yeah and he's gonna be back but also like should he be back like, yeah, should he be exactly. going? it would have should been be it would have been tough for him to um practice there uh, he would only probably have one or two days practice and he wouldn't have a partner to practice with i don't know who he'd practice with maybe his coach or something but uh <laughs> he wouldn't have men- uh, people to practice with he wouldn't have the time he wouldn't have the mental preparation for it so i don't know how he would have done it to be honest um but i was willing to like accept if he was going to play i was like okay but uh, it would have been all right but i think it would have been tough yeah it it almost sounded like he uh like that uh it 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 didn't come like it it because yeah like he would have only had like what maybe a day or two Mm, to like properly train after isolating or after quarantining when he got there um, but it didn't really sound like that was what was stopping him going. It sounded like from his statement that he was perfectly willing to just dive in to a Grand Slam with two or three days yeah. of training preparation beforehand. He just wants to play. Yep. Yeah, he, 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 he sounded like he was perfectly willing to go down there with that high possibility of, you know, realistically, we, we would have all been hopeful and all been cheering him on. And, but 
there was a quite a high chance, given the situation, that he would lose in the first round. But he seemed perfectly willing to just go down and give that a go, yeah. didn't he? I don't know. <laughs> His statement yeah, was so I think, like... I think he must want to like redeem himself from 2019 and what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> he was about to retire there. and I think maybe he wants to go down there and revisit the place. Yeah. And it's a shame he didn't get yep. to do that last year and he didn't get to do it again this year. But hopefully next year. Yeah. Um, but the good news is there's still a whole season left for him to yeah see what he can do yeah I guess that's kind of where we turn to now isn't it like to look forward to what you know he his next steps what he might do after now like I, 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 I my personal hope is that he you know takes a little bit of a break and then just dives right back into it like give, give it a little bit of time and then just dives right back into training and getting ready like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know about you guys but like Andy, you've had you've had some time. Just chill, and then just get back into it. <laughs> get back to yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. From from what I know, I think he's fine. Like he's not got um majorly ill from COVID. Like he's not. He's completely fine. He's going out for coffees apparently. Um. So. Yeah. I think. I think like he just needs a few days or a week maybe to recover. Uh, yeah from covid and then get back to practicing or maybe he's already practicing now i don't know what he's doing but he'll need a few days to to recover and then he'll he'll be all good to go um mm. i think he should be playing a tournament in europe next and i think it's quite good that he's in europe he'll get to yeah like he he's almost like avoided the um the uh all of the controversy of the the, uh, him and Roger have just like gone yeah (laughs) they just avoided it Roger and Andy have been like oh we'll uh, we'll dip out and avoid all of the uh, the 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 player controversy over in Australia Uh, (laughs) do you want to talk a bit about what's going on there yeah I mean I can do I mean where do you even begin though right like uh, Um, right yeah Um, like so they all arrived. First big controversy straight away uh, as all the players got the plane. So some of them were heading for Adelaide. Some of them just were going to Adelaide. And then some of them were not going to Adelaide. Some of them were like going to just a random player hotel. Is that right? Is, is Do I have that right? Is that correct? So like some, so randomly all the yep. players arriving, you'd think that they would all be going to the same place. And then they're just not going to the same place. Like They're just going to two different places. <laughs> um, I don't know what you guys thought about that, but I was like, okay that's a bit random isn't it like i don't know like it's that's a bit weird a weird decision to to have made to just be like hi we're gonna split you guys up like you guys are gonna go in different places um i don't even know what was there even a reason for it i don't know like i didn't really look it up it was so random and i think uh the reasoning behind it was adelaide had paid so much um to uh put on events and everything um, and of course, they now have an exhibition where uh, Serena, Naomi, uh, Simona, and Ash Barty will be playing against each other, correct? Um, and then it's Rafa, Novak, uh, Yannick Sinner. Um, Dominic. And, uh, wait, who else? Dominic, excuse me. Oh, oh dear. Um, and Dominic. I have no idea how I forgot about poor Dominic. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just... Uh, a matter of uh, uh, financial incentives for the big players to have their own tennis courts and whatnot, while uh, the other players get stuck in hotels with mice. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I would <laughs> not videos. be able to cope with that if that was me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm intrigued, though. Do you guys think that if Andy had went, where would he be? Like... Would he be with the... He wouldn't have been. I don't think... I, I I would have been mad if it was, like, Roger, Rafa, and Novak. And then Andy was shoved with the others. That would have been... I would have been mad if that happened. But I also think that Andy might have... Did he not do that with... You think so? Yeah. Did he not do that with... Uh, did he not kind of do that at the US Open? Did he? Like, where, like at the US Open, were they not... Was it not... Somewhat similar, but, like, Andy ended up just um staying at a random like random hotel like a random like you know uh it was like a i'm pretty sure i remember him posting a photo from his room in new york and it was just like a random like bed and breakfast on the side of a highway that he was just staying in randomly 
Um, so I think, yeah, yeah, I think Andy I think quite so. likes. He... I think Serena and Novak had uh, their own um, houses, but I don't remember anybody else posting pictures. I think I, I recall Andy kind of. I recall Andy staying with like the other British players in that hotel. So I think I get impression Andy's quite Andy quite likes like the camaraderie of like being around people and like yeah. having like people to like bounce off of like all the mm-hmm. time. Um. So I th- I think he would almost quite quite like staying in a player player hotel with like so many people around. Yeah. Um, that's mm-hmm. uh that that's just like my kind of like vibe from yeah, him. Yeah, I but, agree. Um. But yeah, it w- yeah. it would have been interesting. It would have been funny to see Andy uh, showing us around his room because he did that at the U.S. Open as well, <laughs> didn't he? He did a bit of uh, Andy cam at the U.S. Well, Open. Well, that would have been funny actually to see him quarantining and what he would do. That would be that would have been funny. It would have been oh, so that you're missing out on that. Good. It would have been would have made such good content for Andy to just the return of Andy cam would have been so good. To Andy Andy just showing us around his room, but we missed out on it. Um. But yeah. So like that happened. Didn't it? Like, so that happened. Like the two groups of players got split up. There were mice in the rooms. Like mm. um, Novak spoke out uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, Novak had like an eight-page statement he had to release because people were hounding him for speaking out on suggestions that he made. Uh, P- that were... Peter Peter must have loved seeing that backlash that Novak was getting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the Australian anchors that were like. And Novak's demands, and I, it made me chuckle. Um, but I understood the way that <laughs> Novak wanted to convey, hey, everyone, you know, it would be nice to have uh, tennis courts for all and everything. But realistically, like, how many people out of, what, a 128-player draw can, like, really have all those accommodations? It's just not realistic. I, th- I, th- I think it was, I don't know, I... I I I I like to see I like to see him try. It, it was it was good to see you know somebody kind of you know especially like world number one to just be like hi like these are some suggestions that I've had a little bit and yeah like the the, the one about the houses about player houses was probably a little bit <laughs> a little bit excessive but you know it was it was I don't know I I I like to see him like you know giving it a go like looking at like making some suggestions I don't know like Rashmi mm-hmm. did you think that like did you like like what did you think of his game? I I thought it was good that I like the way that Novak always look out, looks out for his fellow players. Like you see how much he cares about uh, lower ranked players. You see him advocating for wheelchair tennis. In every slam, he will go and talk to the wheelchair players and post a video on them. I think uh, he like speaks out for players that are not like don't have as big of a voice as he does in the tennis world, and I think that's great. And I think he gets uh, too much backlash. For doing very like very simple things that other players do as well, so yeah, um, yeah, I, I do think it is unfair, and I do see why his fans are a bit mad about it because yeah, um, yeah, I would have been mad as well. Yeah, uh, it's just unjustified criticism uh, for something that a lot of players have done as well. Yeah, the only thing that I did have a problem with was him asking for a shortened quarantine, and to me that's unfair. It's like Victorian government said hey, you know, this is the quarantine and so many other families uh, in Victoria aren't uh, going back to their uh, other family members because they have to be in quarantine Mm. for a specific amount of time. Uh, So it's unfair treatment for them to be like, oh, you can do this, but uh, tennis players can't. Yeah, Yeah, um, I do think... Uh, some of his suggestions were a bit out there, but um, I liked the fact that he, as Scott said, I liked the fact that he made the effort to do that because uh, as world number one, as like the biggest player in the world, you have that responsibility yeah. uh, to look out for people. And he's doing that, even though maybe he's not going about it the right way sometimes, but he does do it. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think I, I, I like to see him talking out. Um, I just sometimes wish that he talked out having given it some thought first. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it just whenever yeah. I see, whenever I see them, and I do think the part of it is the media, the part of it is like media blowing everything out of proportion, um, as usual, but like, I'm like, oh, Novak, that didn't really sound that great, did it? Like, <laughs> you could have worded that slightly better, Novak. Okay, yeah, Novak. some things he's done, especially last year, I've felt like he shouldn't have done, but I think he meant well. Uh, he means well. I don't think he's ever been like malicious or anything. It's just he just doesn't 
think while he before he does stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well, well, we'll move on from Novak before Peter decides to leave Murray Musings altogether because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, generally speaking, and then there was so much more controversy with like. The player hotel rooms, the players complaining about having to just stay in their hotel rooms and, you know, uh, and I kind of saw both sides of the argument of like, yeah, it's, you know, it's obviously going to be hard for them to quarantine for that long and then also play high level professional tennis. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 and then obviously I saw the other side of that, which was like, you guys are getting paid a lot of money to just sit in your hotel room and then go to the gym for like a couple hours a day. So just deal mm-hmm. with it. So I, I saw that argument as well. Like I, so I, I'm kind of, I don't know, I, I'm, cause I'm all for like, yes, let's talk about, you know, our, uh, our, our issues and like, what you know, what we're feeling and what, you know, um, if we if we have anything that's bothering us, absolutely talk about it. So it was quite good to see some players, you know, actively talking about how quarantine was like affecting their mental health and stuff like that. So I mean that stuff was good to see. But I also do see why some of the kind of um Australian public were like I don't have enough time like they, they didn't have enough time for like these rich tennis players complaining. <laughs> yeah. Um so I, I kinda saw both sides of that argument. I don't know, did you guys did you guys agree or I completely what? agree. Um, let's go back to uh, the actual specific uh, mice situation. It was Yulia Putinseva uh, <laughs> that first had only one mouse, and it took them, I think, like more than 24 hours for them to figure out which uh, hotel room that she should be staying at. Um, and then after she switched, um, she found two mice, and they were just roaming around. And so obviously those are valid complaints. Um, but, uh, yeah. from not being able to open up a window, I mean, that's what you get when you're in a hotel in a high rise and you're up so many, you know, uh, floors and it's like, no, you can't open up the windows. No. Some, so, some of like their nitpick, like, like, like there's some of the things that they were nitpicking on just seemed like... I was like, just deal with it, guys. Like, it's fine. Like, why? Did you, can... you Did you guys hear about Bernard Tomic's girlfriend? Oh my! Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that, that up on Murray Musings. I was not going to bring that up. But, like, Rashmi, you both. I know. Opened... I keep bringing up Bernard on this podcast, but yeah, um, he's had a lot of fun stuff to for us to talk about in the past <laughs> few episodes. But yeah, his girlfriend uh, posted a video on her YouTube channel. Um, where she says that um, she doesn't wash her own hair, she's not washed her hair in like a week or something, and she's looking forward to getting out of quarantine so she can get her hair washed by professionals. Yeah. And then she had to defend herself on her stories and on her Instagram. Uh, people were sending her death threats apparently because because of it. And I don't know. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think? Yeah, I I I thought I thought um, obviously like the death threat is just ridiculous. Like yeah, if, if you're gonna no. send death threat over that, you're an awful person. Like Jesus, like get a grip. Yeah. Obviously, um, the video in question. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it, I I laughed about it. It's it's funny, you know. Obviously, yeah, it's a bit it's tone deaf, but like, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> she's like a rich model, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, that's like how rich people, you know, go about their lives, and like. You know, uh, yeah, it's a bit tone deaf and I'm a little bit like, all right, okay, but, you know, death threats, that's way OTT, isn't it? <laughs> that's ridiculous. But. Yeah, um, I felt bad for her when, uh, because she hasn't really experienced the tennis fan mm. culture yet and she's just been thrown into it with this and yeah. I feel bad for her. But... Uh, my favorite part of it was, I mean, of course, the not washing your hair um, and having professionals do it was perfectly <laughs> uh, fun to laugh at. Uh, but she also said that she doesn't want to poop in front of her boyfriend. Um, uh, oh, I don't I know if we want to edit this out, but I'm perfectly fine with leaving in. Because, I mean... I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave it no, in. No, please Everyone leave it poops. In. And it's like you're stuck in a hotel room. No, but, you know, that thing, I if you watch the video, it makes a... Uh, I th- you could give her the benefit of the doubt for that one because if you watched the video oh, yeah. in the context, it made sense. All she said was, "I don't, I, I've not reached that part in my relationship with him yet where I can't do it in front of him." That was her. So I think that was a valid joke. I think that was blown out of proportion uh, personally. 
I, I mean, it definitely was, but the jokes that came with it. Were oh, definitely. It's like, get a <laughs> fragrance spray, like, do what you gotta do, girl. Yeah, I I didn't see a problem with that one. I thought it was funny, <laughs> but the, the washing your hair thing, that was what hurt oh, me. I, just... I was like, why are you saying this? Oh I think God. now she's learned, like, how... <laughs> Everything that she says can be like misconstrued, so she probably will be more careful. <laughs> right. Um. For for our listeners, um, like you were tuning in for us to discuss Andy Murray pulling out the Australian Open. We chatted about that for about <laughs> five minutes, and then we moved on to Bernard Tormek's girlfriend's bowel movements. So. Thanks. We got Thanks for sticking with us, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. We're uh, let's try get back to Andy. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad that Andy kind of avoided all of that <laughs> that 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 happened. Yeah. I'm I'm happy that you know I he 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 would have had to go there and then you know yeah be wherever he was in the hotel with the players. I would imagine that he would be like um, but he would have to be in a hotel with players who had a lot who would have a lot more freedom and who would be going to training and going to practice more than he yeah. was, and he would just have to sit there and watch and not do much. Mm-hmm. So. I yeah I'm I'm glad that he he doesn't have to go through that and you know doesn't have to because mm-hmm. he's a workaholic isn't he Andy so he you know yeah to go yeah, there definitely. and have to just like sit for ages much longer than everyone else like at least a week longer than everyone else I I think it would have been hard for him I think it would have been hard for him so I yeah I'm just I just want to see him play now I don't care where it is to be honest I'm like I want to see you play <laughs> I miss watching you play. So um, I'm I don't wherever he plays next I'm just excited. Where where is next on his schedule? Do we have a schedule? Do we have his? I don't know. So he doesn't have a schedule up of uh, the wild cards that he's been given or anything. But Rotterdam is mm-hmm. first, um, a big one. Montpellier um, starting March first. Rotterdam. Um, and then there's yeah. Montpellier, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Rotterdam and Montpellier. Are, I think are they on the same week? I don't know, but they're happening soon but Ra- um, Rashmi okay. you were feeling that he you, your your idea your sense was that he probably would so the reason why I don't think Andy's probably gonna play Rotterdam is the field of there is absolutely stacked so they've got Nadal they've got Bautista Agut they've got Wawrinka Monfils Nishikori Medvedev Goffin Sinner and Rublev playing so if Andy plays it'll be like the biggest 500 field ever in history <laughs> like, I don't but... think Andy would, but with that, uh, oh, do you not think that might attract him though? It will. Uh, it would attract him, but yeah. I don't think he'll be offered it. To and be I mean, he was ready to play the Australian Open. Would he be offered so... the wild card? I don't think so. Uh, I don't you don't think, think he would get even... offered? I don't, don't know. Get... I don't think they'll need. To... I think the draw is absolutely stacked. If he does, um, I don't know. Um, it'd be fun. To I see don't know. I, I feel like if Andy Murray comes up to your tournament and is like, "Hi." Can I have a wild card? Sorry, listeners, I'm I'm eating a chocolate. Um, if Andy Murray comes up to your tournament, is like, can I get a wild card? Like, even if you have like you know Nadal or you know a majority of the top ten in your tournament, you're still like, okay, we'll make room, and we'll make room, we'll make room for him. No, I um, definitely think I don't know, I don't know, but I don't, I think Montpellier would be. More like who's who, who's down for the entry list in Montpellier? I have no idea. <laughs> I have is not looked even... into that, but I think Le Tapui is one of them. I saw today that he's. I just feel like that. I just feel like as I'm I'm kind of more on like the kind of Peter side of things at the moment. Like I feel like he was literally prepared to play a Grand Slam, like um and yep. what seemingly from what he's been saying and from how he was talking seemed perfectly willing to like still drop everything and get on a plane and go uh and like with like hardly any preparation play a, a best of five set match or matches if he was to win a few so i feel like yeah i i i feel like he uh you know he's gonna take a bit of time now and then i'll get back into training but you know he hasn't been injured so i feel like he yeah i feel like, i feel like he's in good shape right like i would hope yeah i, I hope, feel like you know. no he would want to play rotterdam i don't know whether he will though like mm. um the field is absolutely stacked i don't know uh it would be crazy it would be the craziest 500 tournament ever if he <laughs> decided to play two big four players and then like wavrinka and then young guys like sinner medvedev like rublev crazy crazy tournament if andy does play there i'd be excited to watch that but I, I, think, I don't think he will. But. You don't think he will. I, th- I think my, my thing is, like, when 
uh, I don't I don't know if you guys do this like but when Andy like gets drawn against like you know when he got drawn against like Vavrinka at the French Open and stuff like that like just last year in the first round um, a lot of Andy fans were like oh my gosh this is not great it's such a bad draw it's terrible I'm much more on the side of like and okay that match that match let's not even talk about how that match went but before the match I was like whenever Andy gets like drawn against or whenever he's going into a tournament with like a stacked draw I'm always loving it I'm always like yes because I know like I, yeah. just, I feel like I just want to see Andy go up against the best players in the world you know, I don't I was, know how long yeah I was excited yep, like, when he drew Zverev because I knew that he could beat him I was like he's a top player you're you have a big chance he's not playing his best right now you have a big chance to prove yourself and he did so he did beat him so I was like yes like you've proven it you've proven you can beat top 10 players like when people were writing you off so yeah it's it's good for him as well to get a, that practice against top 10s yeah I, I just feel like yeah exactly it's great for him to get practice and it's also like great for us to get to watch it because you know given the context of Andy's last few years of his career we don't know how much more we're gonna get from Andy going up against best players in the world, right? So, um, mm-hmm. and I think I, I, for one, from what I know about Andy Murray, um, I think that's probably playing a part in his head when he's gonna decide which tournaments to enter, um, because he'll be looking at the entry list and he'll be thinking, yeah, there's Nadal. Haven't played him in what four or five years, like now at this point, like <laughs> so why not? I'll give it a go and see what happens, you know, like see if I get to, get to, get to play. And oh, he'll be coming be up fun. against. That'd be so fun to watch them play yeah. again. That'd be so yeah. fun. Yeah, maybe, maybe in early rounds as well. If he's getting him a well card, could be first. Oh, if he round. causes an upset with like Nadal or like Djokovic, I'd be like. I'd be like, I'd we're be doing so an emergency happy. episode of Murray Musings. We're getting back on Murray. Oh, that'd be that'd be the best. Let's get like, back him on. Him upsetting Let's get a top on. player. Yeah. Oh, so I and that is, I I agree with you. Like I'd like him to be in a draw with a top player in the first round that would be so fun if he wins uh, yeah. if he has a chance to win it I'd be so excited to watch that he did that with uh, Zverev last year and he can do it again yeah so. yeah no he will he will I um I, I, I have faith that he he'll power through he'll uh, he, he'll make it happen uh, do you guys think that he like because I, I just cr- crossed my head now uh, one thing I did want to touch on um is do you guys think that would it be wise for Andy Murray to like, and I and I've been thinking this a few times over the past few years, come down a level and play a challenger tournament? What do we think? I think those are always ideal options, especially um, when he was coming back when he played the Rafa Nadal oh, yeah. challenger. Yeah, he did play that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I, I don't mind him playing challengers at all. Yeah, I, I was I was uh, I was hoping he was going to do that last year, but he didn't. He did. He didn't play a single challenger. He, I liked him when he played like I liked it when he played the, the doubles tournaments. I think that's because he uh, that gave him a bit of practice, like not moving as much as singles, and that helped him with the comeback. Challenger events. That challenger didn't go well at all. He lost no, it didn't. Yeah, no, it didn't. He lost yeah. to Matteo Viola in the second round, I think. Um, uh, it was bad, and he just he had no explanation as to why he lost that. It was. Um, but I think the player that beat him, Viola, won the tournament I thought, or reached the final. As far as I remember, yeah. yeah. I believe so, so right? Yeah, it was, it was uh, a good player, but uh, he, I don't know if after that loss he felt motivated to keep playing challengers again. But Well, um, well, that, well that, that, that could be it, though. Do you think part of it for him is that, you know, uh, and it must be hard, right? It must be hard mm-hmm. when you're used to playing in the biggest stage, biggest stadiums and biggest finals is like, you know, of your career. He was world number one literally four years ago, right? So to go from that to playing, you know, a challenger event, you've yeah. got to swallow a lot of pride, right? So <laughs> and like Andy people Murray's... like, yeah, people like Nishikori. Nishikori played challengers at the beginning of, was it 2018 or 19? And then he yeah, reached the ATP so. finals that year. Like, oh, he yeah, really, yeah. he really played well that year. And same with Rublev. He played qualifier upon qualifier. It was 2020, the beginning of 2020. Oh, no, sorry, the beginning of 2019. And then 2020 ends up in the ATP finals. So I was like, challengers and qualifying matches and all that can really help uh, players yeah. get rhythm. I guess it kind of depends on like what what kind of person you are and like what kind of player you are. Um, and yeah, I think you might be right. He might kind of use 
doubles as his way of kind of playing himself back into mm-hmm. like shape rather than going to challengers he might prefer to use doubles and in which case you know it's clearly worked quite well for him so no, far but honestly, like, um, i think he played really well in december um playing against evans and nori i think he played well i don't think he needs challengers at this point uh he's got the game he's got the he just needs match practice with whoever it is i don't know it doesn't even matter if it's with challengers or not but Maybe the challengers would give him a few more wins and give him that match practice. I agree, but I don't think he really needs it. Uh, to be honest, I would I wouldn't have said this last year. I would have encouraged him uh, to play challengers, but after that win over Zverev, that whole thing changed for me. I was like, he's got this. He can beat anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, I was sad about the, that Wawrinka loss though. Um, the French yeah. Open. I think he could have done something there, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but he. Yeah, I, 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 I would agree. Like, I think like that battle, the battle of the Brits against the Evans and stuff. Like, oh, he played so well there. He played very well. What yeah, a match. and and uh, yeah, I think back to that now, and I'm like, you know, that was his last match that he played. Yeah, it was obviously a, you know, it wasn't a tour match, tour level match or whatever, but he looked great and. That, that that was the last tennis match that he's played. And, you know, mm-hmm. he, he looked great. He looked great out there. So, like, you know, yeah, he's he's ready now. And he's ready to kind of push forward. This has been another blip, coronavirus, obviously. But, what, it's only taken, what, it's like three weeks, right? Three weeks and it's out of your system. Basically, hopefully, fingers crossed, he's feeling great. He's doing well. So, you know, he's not been out of action for a huge amount of time. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I I I don't know about you guys. I'm I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling optimistic about you know um, the next the next few months of Andy's career. Yeah, and, I'm uh, so yeah. excited. I'm just so excited yeah. to see you play again. I'm just like uh, ready, <laughs> ready yeah. for it. Australian Open's cancelled for us. We're not watching that. But <laughs> yeah, no, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, a few of my other favorite players are playing the Australian Open, so I am excited for it. But you have um, other favorite players, Ashby. You have other favorite players. Oh my. Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Rublev and Herbert are both playing, so I'm excited for them, but um, for Andy, I'm just like, I'm excited for you to play whatever match it is, I want you to play something, (laughs) but um, yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about um, what's going to happen at the Australian Open and the ATP Cup? Yeah, shall we we do some predictions? Shall we do some predictions to end our episode on? This is going to be fun. I think it'll just be another Novak (laughs) final, and whoever gets to the other side. And Peter will love to see it. Peter will be celebrating as Novak lifts that trophy. Yeah, just love to see it. So, (laughs) I mean, bring it on. I haven't been excited for the Australian Open in quite a while, from the men's side at least. Um, But shall we do? Shall shall we do? Shall we do head and heart though? Shall we do head and heart? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Peter. Peter, your your head's telling you Novak. Yeah, my head is telling me Novak. Uh, my heart is telling me any other player <laughs> <laughs> in, in the draw. Come on. Okay. I mean, Brutal. Dominic, like, do a rematch and just yeah, I'd be show him up that. and be like, hey, I won the U.S. Open. I won the last major. So mm-hmm. that's a good not? point, actually. He did win the yeah. last major. Yeah. I'd be, I, I'd be, I'd be happy to see that. I'd be happy to see that. Um. Oh, so yeah. On the men's side, for me, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Djokovic. I'm feeling Djokovic, and <laughs> you know why, right? Let me sell you this. Let me sell you this. I think, and I'm gonna say this. I I think it would be the most Novak Djokovic thing in the world to walk into Melbourne, uh, having annoyed all of Australia and having been, you know, dumped on by all of the press. Some of it rightfully, some of it wrongfully. And then he wins the tournament. Like, it would just yeah. be it's the most yeah. Novak Djokovic thing yeah, to do. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And, uh, exactly. you know, it, 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 I, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. That's, that's, that's what my head tells me. My heart, um, honestly, like, I, I I would quite like to see Novak take it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, would like, I would quite like to see Novak take it, but if I, you know, uh, Novak, uh, I I would quite like maybe. Uh, I'd I'd quite like team. I'd quite like to see team actually. I would quite like to see team do it because I think he is great. He's fantastic. Um, I think Medvedev is also maybe in with a shot there. Um, uh, that's that's the kind of three ways that my kind of heart is splitting it. I I, mm-hmm. I think. I can see uh, I can see a Medvedev somehow making a push and making a breakthrough. Um, I could I <laughs> could see face. team do it. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, Peter, Peter, you love Medvedev and Djokovic. You love, you love them. You love them. Uh, and, uh, and 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 Djokovic. Um, but yeah, I I, I think my, I'm, I'm going Djokovic. What about yourself, Rashmi? Who's who's your? Um, who's your I have a long-winded prediction. Mine isn't straightforward. So I, my head is saying Djokovic or Nadal. Um, I think if Nadal gets a good draw, he has a great chance to win. He's fit. He's even he doesn't really even need much practice to to win a tournament as we've seen in the past with Roland Garros he won that without playing many clay tournaments uh, before that as well so I don't think uh, the quarantine will affect him that much uh, so Nadal and Djokovic in my head in my heart I'm saying Dominic team um, <laughs> you've team, got a list <laughs> Dominic team yeah I have a list Dominic team deserves it because the last two yep. ATP finals he lost from a winning position he could have won those two tournaments. Sits a pass in 2019, lost that from like a setup, and then Medvedev again, he lost it from a setup. So that's two. And then the Slam win that he won, he did uh, win it, but he the, people like it was overshadowed by Novak and the whole uh, controversy there. Like if Novak had not been disqualified, then Dominic wouldn't have won. And it wasn't like he wasn't given much credit for that win. And the final match with Zverev was given a lot of like flack for being low quality and. People were saying that not Dominic didn't deserve it. So I think he deserves a slam like Osaka did as well. Osaka's first slam was also overshadowed by the whole Serena incident. So sure, I hope Dominic yeah. also gets the, the chance to uh, get a slam win uh, for himself on a hard court again. Yeah. That would be quite cool considering he was uh, touted to be like the next clay king. So yeah. <laughs> to get two yeah. hard court slams, that would be... Great. That'd be impressive. I also think Medvedev and Tsitsipas have a shot. Uh, it depends on the draw, really. But I'm, in terms of the young guys, I think Medvedev is going to be one of the favourites out of the young guys, and then Djokovic and Nadal for the more experienced players. On on Nadal, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, I, you you really see Nadal win in another hardcore Grand Slam? Yeah, he won the U.S. Open. It depends on the draw. He won the U.S. Open in 2017 uh, with a reasonable draw. So uh, if he gets, it all depends on the draw for Nadal, to be honest. If he gets a curious in round one or round two, or he's <laughs> it's it's tough. But we all, he also got curious in a very early round last year, and he beat him uh, the year before or whatever. So he he has shown that even with tough draws on hard courts, he can win. Yeah, um, and considering yeah. everyone else is also like quarantining and is it's not a normal Sam, I think Nadal can take advantage of that. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I think one thing we can all agree on is that we all want to see a Kyrgios Djokovic match, right? Oh no! <laughs> I think that would go. I want to see it. I want to see would it. Be really messy. Uh, I would love it. I would love, I love it. that mess. Uh, anyone listening, look up the controversy between them. Look at what Nick's oh, been no. chatting <laughs> again, talking again. He's been talking. Um, <laughs> and on the women's side, uh, who who do you reckon is? I I want Vika. Vika. I want Vika to win. Ooh. I think she deserves it. A good comeback. I mean, being a finalist before. Um, at the U.S. Open, and then having two Australian Open titles under her belt. I mean, why not three? Yeah, uh, I was I was heartbroken for her when she lost that final to Osaka. I was rooting for her in that final. Um, I was so sad about it. She was winning. She was upset in a break, I think, wasn't she? And she lost. Yeah, yeah, she was um, doing well. Oh, is, is that so what your is that what your head and your heart's telling you, Peter? I think so. Yeah, yeah I mean, why not, Vika? Um, and hard, of course, you know, she's got hard and she's been incredibly vocal about how people should be behaving during the quarantine. True. So, I mean, rooting for her is a no brainer from me for head and heart. I'm a go. I'm a go with Serena. I've got to go with Serena. I've got to go with my women, Serena. I think, uh, uh, that's what my head saying. Is it? Is my head saying that, or is my heart is definitely saying Serena? I just I love Serena. My head, my head is like well Serena obviously, but also like she's so nervous, isn't she? She's so nervous in Slam finals of late. I think she's lost her last four. Uh, the pressure that the media are piling on her is it gonna is that mm-hmm. gonna get her? Uh, so I'll. 
I'll split my head in half and I'll say Serena one half and uh, I'm going to go with Naomi. I'm going to go with Naomi in the other oh, half. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Naomi. I think she could make a run. She could be, yeah, make a great, make a great performance. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, that's where my, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with women. Yeah. Um, me, I would say I have very unconventional picks for women's slams all the time. Like <laughs> mine are not normal. Um, so I would go with, for my head, I'd say Serena has a big chance this time. Um, Hart is also saying Serena because she deserves 24. She's worked hard for it, and every slam she's shown up wanting to fight so uh, and and get the record. So I really hope that she does it. Um, also, I really want someone who's not won a slam that's like one of the more experienced well, WTA players like Pliskova and Svitolina and people like that to, to start getting slams because they deserve it. Um, so I hope Pliskova can win. <laughs> if For she sure. has a good draw, she has a chance. I also think Kenin has a chance. She's the defending champion and uh, she is very under the radar even now. So I think she has a chance as well. But I'm probably gonna go with Serena to to win uh, with my head, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to bet against her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, <laughs> you you say you've got very unconventional picks for the women. <laughs> I think unconventional picks are just fine for uh, great because like the w- women women slams are like wide open. Like I I feel like yeah. you know it's it's so good to see as well. It's fantastic to see like another another player that that could even make a run here is Andreescu. She's playing uh, after a while. And she could come out of nowhere and win it, like like Roger did in 2017. So she could do that. So it's um, it's anybody's yeah. game in the women's side, to be honest. What What do you think? Uh, I I think it is somewhat telling um, that none of us <laughs> none of us mentioned the world number one. Like Ashley Ash Barty. Yeah, I was going to mention yeah. her because she hasn't played in a year. I don't think she yeah. <laughs> has. The, uh, she may actually make a run because she has been playing tennis she has just not been on tour so she has yeah. been practicing but um I, I and is she not is she not quite used to taking big long breaks and then just come back and playing did she not do that before did she not leave and have like a successful golf career or something like that like really i think oh, she did okay. i think she did or she like she won tournament golf tournaments maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe it was another That's sport the, but yeah so she has a chance I, I was just going to mention her before you said that yeah she yeah. definitely has a chance uh, even though yeah. she hasn't played on tour for a while i'm sure she's been practicing so yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, it could be. It could be anyone's tournament. It'd be so cool for her like to win a slam. Saying, it's in a wide Australia. open field. Yeah, the field is so is so open. It's it's good to see. Uh, the double side, double side guys. Like any any. Oh, any, I'm biased any. here. <laughs> Pierre and Nico. <laughs> oh, of course. I want uh, Pierre yeah. and Nico to win, but uh, um, who do I think? Oh, and I also want Jamie and Bruno to win. So um. Exactly. There are yeah, two I'm going teams Jamie that I really want to win. I'm so excited for Jamie and Bruno to, to team up again because I loved yeah. them as a pair. They were so funny and they were so good on the court. Like one lefty, one righty. It was just fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Is that who you're picking? Before and they can do it again. Yeah, they've yeah. done it. Yeah, exactly. I want yeah, Jamie I, to get I, another slam. Yeah, I would love to see Jamie get another slam. That That's the thing for me. I, I, I'm going with them as well. Um. Do we want to do like dark horse picks for those draws oh, as well? Like just quickly, I, I'm quickly. I'm all about those dark horse picks. I'm give me, all about give me, give me one dark horse pick for the in, men. In what Peter, tor- in what Peter, you want to go first? Um, I was just about to say a real dark horse would be Tanasi Kokonakis. Ooh. Um, but oh. I mean, I mean, coming back from you know uh, what he's been through, it's more of a heart like kind of okay, you know. Maybe he can go far. Yeah. Third, fourth round. Didn't he I play mean, well against Nadal in a tournament a few years ago? Like he, he he came back from injury and played really well against Nadal without much yeah. match practice. Was that not Indian Wells? I think it was that Indian Wells. Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, definitely. Very nearly so beaten. He, you're right. I think he has a chance if he gets a good draw. If he draws a top player in the first round and does well, I'd be like really happy for him. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 He, he yeah. has a chance. Who who are you going for, Rashmi? Dark Horse, Rublev. <laughs> another Rublev. biased pick. Another biased pick. <laughs> I mean, Rublev, he won five titles last year. Yeah, he's not Dark year, Horse, but so okay, let me not think. as Dark Horse. Is he? But no, I mean, but he is. I, he, in, in a slam he, draw, he is know, a Dark Horse. He is a Dark Horse. Nobody, like, yeah, everybody true. talks about Medvedev, Sitsipas, Berev, and 
team as the younger pe- players who are going to win. Nobody's mentioned Rublev, True. so... Um, and I yeah. also think Yannick Sinner is another big dark horse. Oh, he's not really a dark Sinner. horse, but he is in a slam draw. The way he played in Roland Garros against Nadal, um, absolutely Amazing. insane for the first set. So he yeah. ha- he has shown that he can play against anyone on any surface and and even have a chance to win. So he's him and Rublev. I think I'm biased because I, I think they're both great players. But if I'm being unbiased, who would I pick? Um, I don't know. Go on. I have forgotten every other player now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let me see the rankings. Rashmi, Rashmi's going for Kyrgios. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wouldn't Kyrgios. mind yeah, Alex Dimonar either. Shot, he just won Turkey. Yeah. I, um, I, I personally think if uh, to win a slam, Kyrgios played, had to play uh, the big three uh, like in a row, uh, he would win a slam. <laughs> He yeah. would do it. <laughs> he would do it in front of a in front in front of a packed Australian crowd. I feel like he would just do it. Uh, Here's a real a real dark horse. Here is Raonic. Raonic is a big dark horse. Oh he yeah, serves, absolutely. Serves crazy on hard court. So um, yeah, yeah, he is a big dark horse. Someone like... and he was playing well at the end of last year. He was playing well yeah. at the end of last year. Like, oh I yeah, definitely. He beat Andy really easily last year. That was a bit demoralizing. Yeah, crushed, but... <laughs> crushed Andy, uh, but we won't yeah. we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> fun. Um, um, who else? Um, let's see. Dimitrov, I'm not sure. Fonini, not sure. Wawrinka is. Yeah, yeah Wawrinka can go. No, Wawrinka, yeah, he, of course. Wants to. Uh, does a three does, well. does a three-time slam champ count as a dark horse? <laughs> yeah. No, probably not. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, people don't really talk about Wawrinka in the slams anymore. But like, uh, true, they don't. They don't. Um, they don't. He has a big chance to win again. Yeah. Like, he, he if stands in the draw, he always has a chance to win. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I am also uh, excited to see Nishikori play again. Like. He's playing. Oh, I'm so excited because I'm again being very biased here, but I'm a big fan of him. So same, um, so my big fan of Nishikori. And yeah, he's playing at the ATP Cup uh, as well, which I'm excited for, which is happening soon. Uh, yeah, that's happening Japan. very soon. It's happening very soon. Yeah, um, and the draws come out for that for the teams. So yeah, which is happening like a week before the show. Is that right? Is that happening? Yeah. Does it start on the first of yeah. February? I think like yeah. two weeks before then. Yeah. Like two weeks before. So, Peter, um, do you have the draw for that? The groups are out. So it's Group mm-hmm. A is Serbia, Germany, and Canada. Group B is Team Spain, Team Greece, and Team Australia. Group C is Team Austria, uh, Team Italy, uh, and Team France. And then Group D is Team Russia, Argentina, and Japan. I'm I'm intrigued about t- Team Group B with Spain and Greece, Sissipas versus Nadal. That would be interesting to watch. Oh, yeah. I think that'll be one one of the best matches. And also Medvedev Schwartzman's gonna happen again after the whole controversy <laughs> that happened last year. But I think they're cool oh, now. But <laughs> it'd be good times. Good a good, good reunion times. for them uh, at the same place. Um, yeah. I don't think Kyrgios is playing ATP Cup. It would have been fun to see Australia. I don't think that he got invited because of his ranking. He's yeah. too low. <laughs> Nick, if you're listening, and... I love you, but like... <laughs> your Demonor and Milman are playing for Australia in the singles, yeah. So, who do you guys think will win? Uh, just a random prediction for that one. I mean, Not... I want Team Spain to win, but I think Team Russia with Rublev and uh, Medvedev have the best chance. So I'll you want Team that. Spain to win, but you you yeah we could do that. Like what? Who do you want to win, Scott? Uh, uh, I I think that Team Spain will probably win. I I feel oh. like they, but I uh, I'd like to see Serbia take it just because chocolate. Serbia yeah. defend their title. <laughs> yeah, uh, defending their title. Yeah, I think Scott's yeah. a big Novak fan here. I again, I'm being biased again for like the tenth time, but Rublev, uh, I want him to, to get another trophy. I want Russia to win. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Japan. It's highly unlikely, but I'd love to see Japan make it like very far in because I love yeah. everyone on that team. They're great. So yeah. underrated. Yeah. I love it when like underrated. Like countries that are not like prominent tennis nations get to play. Yeah, um, come out of nowhere. And, yeah, yeah, so I'm excited Perform for them, well. and I, I'm excited for uh, Australia as well. Demonor, if he can do yeah, well against Nadal, that'd be great as well. <laughs> It'd be fabulous. Yeah. I think it'll. I think it'll just be a good event, good fun event. Uh, 
Uh, what we we did things in the wrong order, by the way. Uh, we didn't uh, we didn't do dark horse picks for the women for the Australian Open title. Like who who are you who are you dark feeling? Dark horse picks for the women's. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is gonna be I'm gonna go with Ashley Barty just because she hasn't played <laughs> a year. Like she's still world number one for the rankings, but like I'm I'm gonna go her because you know nobody's talking about her. I'm gonna pick her. Uh, I'm gonna say her uh, as as my yeah. dark horse pick. That's with the I'm same saying. reasoning, I would go with Bianca. I mean, I don't know what she's um, like with uh, how her training has gone or anything. So, yeah, I mean, again, she's won a major before and so has Barty, but uh, why not? Yeah. Yeah. um, For Dark Horse for me, Muguruza, big Dark Horse. Um, That's a bit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. um, Yeah. Madison Keys, uh, even Sviantic, if she can prove that she's uh good on like a hard court like she she has a big chance because she can beat she has the mental like strengths to beat anyone so um, she has the game she, yeah yeah um also even people like kerber uh she can make a run um if she kerber kerber can make a deep run yeah yeah, yeah. uh i'm literally listing players now but even like johanna conta um yeah kiki burtons there's so many kvitova big one uh, I really want her to to get an, uh, another slam as well. Yeah, um, I would like for her to get a title. Yeah, because she was close and she reached the final in twenty eighteen with Osaka. Was it nineteen or eighteen? One of them. Uh, so she yeah, has reached the so. final recently. So and I was yeah. gutted. I again was rooting for Kvitova there, and she was so close again and didn't didn't yeah. win. So. I think I think it's funny with the with the women's draw. It's almost like everyone uh, everyone's a favorite. While also simultaneously being a dark horse because anyone is just so wide open. Yeah, like anyone, exactly. Anyone exactly. Could, just, could just snipe a slam. Um, but personally, uh, just uh, I'd be I'd be happy to see Andy Murray take all of the trophies and like, <laughs> <laughs> and he just, just comes in and just wins all the trophies, all the titles. Just hand him the trophies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to watching the Australian Open. But uh, and you know the next yeah the next few weeks of tennis. But uh, I'll uh, yeah I'll be sad. I'll be a little bit sad not seeing Andy there. But it'll be fun regardless, right? It'll be it'll be okay mm-hmm. to watch. It'll be fine. I will be watching it a little bit bitterly that Andy's not there. But yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be feeling okay about it. I'll I'm just eager okay to see him play anything. Like again, I've said that like ten times already. But I'm just I don't care Same. if it's like a challenger. Or whatever but i wanted to play so i'm um, just gonna look forward to that okay guys yeah thank you very much for tuning in to a another last minute recording of murray musings um it's uh, uh not we tried not to make it a sad one right we didn't make it a sad one did we like, yeah, i don't, no, think, we I don't think so i think i don't <laughs> we think we did kept it like um <laughs> we're you know we're disappointed obviously with andy and andy not not playing the australian open but i think in general we're uh we're 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 happy that as far as we know he's in good health and he's not injured so um yeah i, th- I think our next few episodes we've got a backlog of episodes now so we've got quite a few episodes that we've actually recorded but because of our last two last minute recordings um <laughs> we, we've got them to put out in the next few weeks so uh so look forward to those as well um and thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. much, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Take care, y'all. Bye.